Welcome back to the Compound Podcast, episode 109, presented by Parse Rum, the best rum in the world. I drink it, you drink it. People on the left who have bleachers love to drink it because they yell it at me every game. And then they're fighting after. There was, we'll talk about it. There were some fights during the uh, two-game Sox series. We have a special guest, friend of the pod, Scotty Afros, with not just a fan question, but he is our official guest on the podcast. Welcome, Scotty. Scotty. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. What an honor this is. You know, there's, Dakota said it earlier, there's certain benchmarks to reach as a, a professional athlete, first uh, first big league debut and everything. This is, I think this is, uh, this is the tops, being the guest, not not the Scotty Afros fan question of the week, the guest of the pod. So very honored. Thank you for rocking some uh, compound style merch as well with the obvious yeah, little. That's called cross uh, pollination, right? <laughs> a little cross branding. Yeah, I think Pollen. that's exactly what it is. Cross pollination. Yeah. Exactly. You know what my favorite yeah. part about us having Scott on is? He's gonna listen to this episode once it comes out, and then text us and be like, "Oh my god, I sounded so stupid when I said this." Yes. And that like that's, he's gonna one hundred percent. Absolutely, I'll get a rhythm. Don't worry, we'll we'll, we'll get we'll get in a rhythm. You got some no, coffee, coffee, some coffee. No, bones, it's tea. It's tea. That's a nice. Uh, it's Culture. it's very cold in Chicago. It's raining. We got rained out today, and Scotty's drinking tea, getting ready for eighteen innings tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Long day at the yard. Whoa, double header. Yep. Long yeah. day. We're gonna get there. My prediction is that we arrive at the yard around eight a.m. and leave around eleven p.m. Yeah, even better. Yeah, that's about and right. Scotty's throwing in one of those, and he's throwing three shutty. I think Scotty might throw in both of them. <laughs> I hope so. Someone, I think someone, uh, I think David Robertson said he threw in both of a doubleheader once. Oh, like, I don't think my arm oh, could do it. That's incredible. He may have not said that, or he said he knew someone that did, but, but I'm just picturing that. It sounds. That is the most Scott story I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Zach, I know you just he finished a game. That, but someone did say that once. <laughs> I, know you, I know you just finished a game, but do you have to eat your disgusting fake Greek food while we record? Ian, I sprinted out of that clubhouse because I didn't want to did. leave. You did good. I fucking sprinted because you don't want to stay up until 10 o'clock when we're over here on the East Coast staying over until 1 o'clock in the morning, all right? Yeah. When's your game tomorrow, though? 5 o'clock. I don't care. It's not about yeah. what's tomorrow. Oh. Hey, Scott. Hey Scott. Who is eating fucking chips? Stop eating chips. Just put I'm chips not down. I'm not missing a beat. I'm hungry. Let me eat. Also, we didn't tell the people that we're recording this on a Friday because you guys are talking about having a double header tomorrow so they're going to know that. Yeah, yeah Ian. That's fine. Check it's your fine. head. Check no, your it's head. okay. I'm just saying just so let's, people know. Let's hey, explain. I have hey, Before you start hey, yelling you. at me. Before you start yelling at me, check your net, all right? I Full have five. I have to tell the people about the games tomorrow. And times I, in, it's full of pucks. <laughs> I want to What's going on right now? Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Keep going. My bad. Tell people we're recording. Why. We're recording this on Friday evening because we have a tough schedule for the Cubbies. Tough schedule for everybody. Really tough for the Cubbies. We got doubleheader Friday or doubleheader Saturday. Sorry, Sunday night baseball to a West Coast trip. Night travel, we're going to get in about 2 o'clock on the West Coast. That's 4 o'clock Central Time, and then have to play a game on Monday in San Diego. So it's going to be really tough for us to record. We're doing it tonight. Before we get into talking to Scotty, I just want to say one thing. We got the lineup text for tomorrow. We got two games. Kershaw's throwing one, and then Anderson's throwing two. And you're I'm in not both start- I know. I am not starting the first game. And when I got the lineup, it's like, fuck, I'm never going to get to hit off Kershaw again because I started my career 0 for 5 with five punchies. I'm never going to get another start against No, him, ever. You see those want- stats, you don't go back in. It's like, fuck, I haven't faced him since like 2018 because no, they won't let me play against him anymore. Do you want to? Yes. I want to put a ball in play against him. This is like the ca- like the case of like, come on, man, put me in there. Like when you know you're not in there, and it's just yeah. like, I wanted him. It's like when you, yeah, you know, like come you're on. You're sitting you- the. Are you sitting the second game? The first game. He's throwing the first one. Down the first God, one. You get the lineup. They throwing the more the early game. Well, I thought Anderson would throw the early game. Well, I think we were supposed to play at one, so they're just keeping him in his rhythm. Yeah. Your last AB was in 2018 against him, by the way. Yep, I think I punched out at least twice. You, you punch out all five times. You are 0 for 5 with 5. Oh, my God. We did oh. it. 
Jesus. I think the last time I faced him, he was getting close to either 2,000 career punch outs or 2,500 or something, a big number. And I helped him get close. Er. Hey, is that just a taste of you that you've been in the big leagues for a long time? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Because he just had his what? Record setting strikeout last week? I think he said 3,000. Yeah, that's nice. I don't think it was 3,000. Well, he just said for the most Dodger all time for a Dodger, right? Yeah. For a yeah. Dodger of all time for the Dodgers in Los Angeles for the Dodgers. Yeah. I got you it. feel a little frisky because you had a home right. You want to tell I'm people about starving. your Yeah. I'm starving. Have you, had, has anybody ever seen a more Zach Short box score than his line tonight? One for three at the homer and two walks. That's exactly perfect. It. Also, perfect. Scott, you know how angry Zach gets when he doesn't eat. So we need to. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah, let him go. He's like Perfect. a four, like he gets cranky. Slippery slope. Can you guys tell me when you all played together? Uh, 17. 17. 17, 18. 17 and 18. Yeah. yeah. And mm, I guess not 19 because you guys were in triple ball. No, we, we uh, rehabs with an asterisk. 19, yeah. Me and Zach, me and Zach uh, rehab slash uh, learn how to throw differently in Arizona together. Mental rehab. So how was that, Scotty? How was switching from over the top to sidearm? How was switching? Wait, yeah. wait, uh, hey, hey. We're not just going to preface like, hey, how was it? Like, you went through it. Like, you were on the verge of getting released, and they said, hey, do you want to try this? And Scott took it by the horns and said, yeah, let me fucking do it. So explain explain that. Sorry. Dakota, good question. Yes. So, yeah, it was the – all-Star break in 2019. I actually made a spot start against the Chattanooga Lookouts and threw pretty well. Um, this is still over day, the top, correct? This is still over the top, yes, yes. My last over-the-top outing was a spot start. The reliever of my whole career. Our double-A pitching coach uh, at the time, Ron Vallone, who's now the triple-A pitching coach, one of my favorite people in the organization, comes up to me in the outfield at Tennessee and says, hey, let's just – See how he's sling a couple. Just like I thought he was like playing with me. He's like, just just sling a couple from the side. I'm like, okay, like whatever. He's like, oh yeah, looks good. And his very RV voice. <laughs> if you know him, like he, he like that's exactly how he said it. But um, comes up to me and explained that the organization would like to approach me about dropping my arm slot down. I was like, oh, like what? Like what's the reasoning? Whatever. Like, like I thought I was kind of turning a corner with that spot start through pretty well. And they explained it. Said like, well, you know, we have a couple thoughts, you know, it's kind of just, it would give you a different look. It would add some deception. Um, they liked me, my pitches at the time, but just, I was very inconsistent at the time, very up and down um, in double A for about a year and a half. And uh, after they explained it to me, they said like, we would like to bring you down to Arizona and kind of take your, take your time with it. They really didn't give me a, a timeline with it. It was just like, go down there. We'll, we'll work on it, get comfortable, use the pitch lab and everything. Um, so I said, okay, you know, let me, let me take some time to think about it. And, um, went down a week after, um, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going both feet in with it. Like whatever happens, happens. We'll see what happens. And I was down there for two months, Zach, you were there for, yeah, I was there for about a month and a half. Yeah. I was there for two months. We had a great group down there. Unfortunately, yeah. it was yeah. you, Dunk, Duncan Robinson and Nico amongst other people. But I was there for about two months, uh, just kind of working on my new arm slot got into some live VPs, got into some AZL games, and then went out to Myrtle Beach at the end of the season to kind of see how it would go against some decent competition. Went out there, did pretty well, finished in the fall league, um, found my way in there somehow. Found my way in there somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, 2020 didn't get to play. Uh, 2021 started in double A, me and Dakota roomed together in minor league spring training. We did the same exact thing every single day. For a month straight it was very impressive Scott introduced me to marvel we watched every single marvel movie we did do that um yeah so 2021 started in double a got to triple a and then uh made my debut at the end of august so it seems like a long time that was kind of a long-winded answer of how did it go but um at the end of the day i i always whenever people ask me I, you know about the transition i'm i always say how incredibly grateful i am to the cubs for you know they definitely didn't know me that at all uh, at the time, you know, very easily could have been another decision, but they gave me the time and the, and the freedom to, to explore this um, and the, and the resources down in Arizona to, to make it worth their while. So I'm incredibly, uh, incredibly grateful to the organization for giving me a second chance for that. And wouldn't you say, didn't you tell us before, like me and Zach, that I, like looking back, wouldn't you say 2020, like 
was almost perfect for you to be able to perfect. just literally work and fine tune everything? Yeah, definitely. I, I, yeah, I, I would say 2020 out of the three years I've been doing this now, I mean, obviously like, you know, this year's completely different uh, set of circumstances, but 2020, since I wasn't able to play, I came into spring training, um, got into some like backed up some big league games, got into that, but I think we didn't get to play the season, obviously. Um, at home, I, in Pittsburgh, I was able to find a really good group of professional and college kids, um, professional guys and college kids that we did live BPs for, I don't know, three, four months, uh, like twice a week. Um, and really, I was just able to strip away all the competitive nature of going through a season and in the minor leagues and everything and really just work on my mechanics, work on my pitch sequencing and kind of just was really able to, to feel myself um, making adjustments at the time. And, and I, I really credit a lot of that to just being able to really slow down and work on my body because like during the heat of the season, like you're trying to get out and you're not like really focusing too much on the mechanics, I guess. So I came into 2021 much better than how I felt in 2020 mechanically because it's still relatively new at the time. And you came into 2021 and I mean, like you said, we roomed together in spring. So like you absolutely carved in spring, went back to Tennessee. Thanks, you did, you shoved, went back to Tennessee, absolutely shoved. I think you had like one bad outing where you gave up like four. Yeah, we all, well, <laughs> but it, it, you take that away, you had a zero ERA. You know, that's how baseball works. It wasn't um, bad. It was a bad outing. I'll but that's that. what I mean. You had one bad one. I think that was your only bad one the entire season. Like then you came up to AAA, continued to shove. And then first person you got to tell, I don't know if I was the first person you told, but when you got the call, we were rooming together. You, you, you were absolutely the first person I told. Skull. I sick. ran to your room. I ran yeah. to your room after Peavy called me. And I'm like, I, just I knew it too. The I second you came in my room, he goes, hey, Dakota. And I'm like, I don't know what <laughs> just happened. Well, I don't like, to, I, don't, I didn't like bothering Dakota at night because he's usually playing video games. He's locked into a show or whatever. So I, I usually, I'd, would rarely come in there unless I absolutely needed something. So when I told him, it was it was pretty important, I guess. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and that was so sick to see after making that transition and then grinding back in Tennessee again, getting back to like that was your first year in Triple A last year, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Yes, to, make it to the show, Triple Ball, love Des Moines, Dakota. You a uh, you may have to uh, yell at my mom or yell at Scott because between you two, I don't know who's your favorite. Between me and Scott. Yeah, I think it's Dakota right now. That's okay. That we she can be like tied with us because she she loves me. She's yeah. the best. I'm she not joking. Me. I'm not joking. She checks in with you more than me. She's got room in her heart for both of us. <laughs> yeah. All I, I guess all three. I don't know. You sometimes no room, no room for me. Does she? <laughs> does she ever check <laughs> in on Duncan? Like text Duncan? Be like, how's law school? Like no. She texts. She texts me about his dad. She's like, hey, like wow, pretty periodically. But has she ever like texted him and like, how's Ian doing? Like, is he doing pretty good? Or <laughs> whenever Ian, I will say, whenever Ian gets at home, she's like, oh my god, it's so happy for Ian. Oh, Ian cashes in her on her dinger dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no fucking time. <laughs> hey, Scott, can you talk about how, like, throughout that whole process, like, when you get that, when they come to you and they're like, hey, do you want to drop down? like the thought of going to Arizona for two months in the middle of summer real quick. Like that was the one thing that I thought of. I was like, that sounds brutal, but also, sorry, it wasn't really like a offer. Was it? It was basically like a, yeah, you either do this or it's probably it. Yeah. It, the, the way it was described to me was a, Hey, this is a good chance to stay in the organization at the time. And now like, I'd like, that was never said to me, but like, you know, the, like the conversations were like, we would like you to do this. And I was like, okay. Like it was very, um, it, like I, I, at the time it was definitely unnerving, I think, because I mean, you do something your entire, I was 25, 26 at the time. Like you do something your entire career fairly successfully. And you know, it's hard to hear that like, Hey, it's just not working anymore. And like, I could see the writing on the wall. Like, like I said, a year and a half in Dublin, you guys saw me there like, you know, it was good. It was bad. It was kind of average. It was very consistent. You know, I, I think, you know, looking back on that time, I kind of reached my ceiling physically from what I was doing previously. But, um, you know, when they, when they described to me, said like, it's, it's not going to be rushed. It's not going to be something that like, we're just going to kind of throw you up aside and forget about. They were, I always credit Josh side and Tyler Pearson, who are my two absolute rocks down there. Every single day we were grinding video, looking at different arm slots, like kind of, 
trying to find the, the one that, that seemed to work and kind of going from there and like making adjustments from there. So they put in a ton of resources to me down there. And I felt really, it felt great because like that was probably the first time in my career that I had felt, um, you know, like I, I stood out a little bit because I was doing something different and it kind of, it was, it was a great, it was, in hindsight, it was a, it was a great, I get, yeah, two, two, two and a half months of just completely focusing on relearning my mechanics, obviously. And then, you know, it, it kind of gave me a break from a mental break from kind of decompressing and, you know, you push so, so hard for so long in the minors. And like I said, I was kind of struggling a little bit and you kind of like hit a wall. So it kind of allowed me to take myself out of the game for a little bit because I was not playing, but learning about something new. And it kind of just gave me a new perspective on the game. So I think when I came back and was able to gain game form, not only was I a different pitcher physically, but I think mentally it gave me a little bit of a, I guess, clearer picture of what I wanted to do uh, with baseball. Back to your 2020 thing. Like we have, you know, we talk all the time about baseball, but like, I just have every day, like, vivid memories of you just text me like after your lives and was just like dude i just need a shot i just need a shot give me yep. a shot i need a shot and like to the point where i was like scott i don't know what to <laughs> fucking tell you man it's september you're not you're not zach was at home too <laughs> i'm like dude i'm fucking on the 17th hole you gotta stop texting <laughs> zach's playing an amateur golf event yeah literally <laughs> i'm in a fucking tournament i'm like scott you gotta you stop sign up for that and then and then got traded huh what was that didn't you sign up for that tournament and then got traded no i played in it <laughs> I played it too. Did you? Oh, no, it was Ernie. That was Ernie. Never mind. Yeah. I do I do remember seeing in spring training, I believe it was spring training 2020, Scott came into a game and like, <laughs> I I had no clue that he had switched. And he came Nobody into did. a game and dropped down. And I was like, huh? <laughs> this guy's <What>? gross. <laughs> What's going on? This guy's unbelievable. Can you now, talk now? Uh well now I got Ian. We have we have a routine now where uh, Ian finds me after he stretches and tries to play catch with me really quick and he'll just drop down for a few. So now he slings at sidearm as well. Do you want to, do you want to talk about how whenever anybody tries to throw at you, they throw a sidearm? Yeah. It's like, Ooh, that's the funny way to throw. I'm going to do that too. I did it once in catch play with Scott and he goes, Hey, that's my thing. Don't do it. <laughs> he said, whenever anybody throws him ball, they like drop down. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah. yeah I hey, that's you, man. That's you. Yeah. You're the, you're the weird guy. Yeah. Can you talk about being, this is your first full season in the big leagues. It's a very veteran bullpen. Yes. A lot of guys with experience, a lot of guys with a ton of success. Can you talk about just like what you've learned being in the bullpen for the first time, the big leagues, like the routine, the schedule, like what's this type of stuff you picked up in the first month? Yeah. I, you know, I think it, you know, it's, it's like you said, super veteran laden team. Um, I like our mix a lot because there's a lot of younger guys, but there's also, some, I mean, we have, we had what three guys that won with one with the Braves last year on our roster. So it's, yeah, it's a super veteran team, especially in the bullpen. Um, those guys are great. Um, just, it's not even anything specific to like the day-to-day -day process of being a big league. It's just like listening to them, like talk, like I've been, you know, talking to David Robertson and Chris Martin and Michael Gibbons a ton about just like, you know, like little anecdotes that they like they have across their career that they learned something or, you know, like ways they go about their business and, you know, you know, what was your best matchup with this? So I think just having those conversations, it's, it's great. And it makes me feel a lot more comfortable down there. And um, we have a really, we have a really good group. We've been really good so far, uh, hoping to keep that going, but uh, I think everybody's like super about their business. You know, it, it, I think everybody loves, you know, kind of coming to the park every day, especially, I mean, especially, I know we've had tough, Tough weather at Wrigley, but, you know, when we're at home, especially, you know, it's a great atmosphere and, um, you know, it's a good, it's a really good group of guys. Love uh, that's you. <laughs> I just want to say really quick, I love when yep. the bullpen talks about tough weather because they're sitting inside, like, tough <laughs> weather out there today, boys. They're like, looking so through, our, like, it's, it's raining. Yeah, so our, our bullpen coach, Chris Young, he said, like, we can turn the heat up in there if we wanted to, but we like to keep it close to where it is. So it's it's cold in there. It's colder in there than it is the dugout. The dugout yeah, you is, guys, yeah, you guys are wearing jackets. Yeah, the dugout out is there was seventeen. Ian, Ian has no sympathy for you. No sympathy. No, no, that's okay. Ian looks really cold out there. We can kind of see him through the glass a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll come out. I'll come out and play catch with Ian at least at least once a game. Usually yeah. the fourth or fifth inning is kind of my routine. So Scott, so like Ian yes. said, he alluded to you know, Zach. It's you know it's your first full year in the big leagues. You had some time last year, obviously. Um, has there been a moment? 
like the it moment that you're like, holy shit. Like I, when I, I think my, the game I got my first hit, Salvador Perez was catching and I was just like, look back on like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, it was just kind of like the, oh my God, I'm actually here. <sighs> Not like I saw Otani for the first time. I was like, yeah, this is, this is that. Crazy. I think that moment happened last year. I, I'm trying to think, but there's another moment that was like, kind of like, like, this is really cool for me was, I think last year, yeah, like when you kind of come up like first couple weeks, like you're like, oh my God, like played the Cardinals and I, you know, I was facing Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> um, but I think this year, honestly, one of the coolest things this year was, so we're in Atlanta, Chris Martin, uh, veteran pitcher who pitched in Atlanta last year said, hey, like anybody who doesn't know, like when you come here, the, when you run to the game uh, in the middle of an inning as a reliever, they'll turn the lights off and do the chop to try to intimidate you. And this is Acuna's first game back. So, <laughs> so Scotty's warming, Scotty's warming up in the, in the bullpen, get, you know, you get coming in. I had a, um, came in for smiley. It was second and third, two outs. And I had Austin Riley up. So big spot, like, big, like middle of the game, two, one ball game. Did you step off? No. Scotty step off. Wow. <laughs> I had two pitches that inning, so that was good. He, like, I knew that going in, so I, I they called for, call for me in the middle of the inning, and then the lights go off and completely shut off, and the whole stadium's going, like, the chop and everything. And I'm like, I was jogging, and I'm like, this is sick. Like, this was, like, that was, like, the cool, like, I think, like, the moment where I was, like, the big leagues are, like, awesome. And, like, obviously, like, everything that goes into it is, you know, is, you know, better than I ever could expect it. But that was one moment that I, like, I think I'll remember for, <laughs> for, for the rest of my playing career. Just, you know, packed house, 30 – 30,000 fans, uh, World Series champs, you know, all-star player coming back in like a big, a big spot. So that was, that was one of the moments where I was like, this is, this is pretty special. That would be a one I would remember for a while. Zach, will you explain to the people uh, Scotty Stepos? Yeah. We don't, um, we don't have time. You guys, you know, Zach's got a game tomorrow. Me and Ian have a double header. Like, you know. Scott <laughs> acquired that nickname when he just had this, Thing. Shout out, shout out Jared Young, who also did a homer tonight. Nice. Yeah. So Jared Young, we were all in the fall league, right? Is that when it started? Yeah. And for some reason, there was a guy on first base, and Scott just <laughs> abused the right to pick off to first base. Like that, now I couldn't do that. That was say in the minor leagues, you would be toast. They would just be running laps around the bases because you I would, would score him. Yeah. yeah. So whenever, you know, Scott looks a little jammed up, it's like, oh, boy, he's going to step off. Here we go. A little Would jammed you pick up. Yeah, every I, time? I, Would I you pick every off. time or just step off oh, the no. back? Scotty, Scotty, pick oh, off. Oh, it was everything. Off. It was a quick pick. It was a, it was a, it was a, like a step, step off. Step off, show like, the ball. Yeah, <laughs> step off a little here, a little step off, like look at the catcher, like my bad. Um, no, hey, hey, let me get that again. Get that sign again. <laughs> yeah, get that again. The funny thing is, uh, I think the first time I did it, uh, Jerry was at first. <laughs> and uh jj medicevich who played yeah. for i can't remember uh yes, yes 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 salt lake or surprise or whatever and i actually threw live vps with him in pittsburgh because he, he lives in pittsburgh he lived in pittsburgh at the time um <laughs> i picked off three times over there and it actually ended up working out because colin threw him out from home so it kind of worked out my favor he actually stole and he's like he told jared he's like what the hell is he doing and jared's like i don't know <laughs> and I remember talking to him about that during our lives. He's like, why did you pick off so many times? Like, bro, I don't know what's going on. It's nervous. <laughs> Dude, that, was, that was after 2020, right? I was 19. 19. I was 19. Yeah, so Scotty step-offs. I haven't done it too much. I did one. Um, I, did, I did do one that outing, actually. I had one at Dansby, and Dansby told Rivas, like, I'm not stealing. <laughs> you had just learned sidearm, too. I'm sure that played into it. You're like, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you're already you're already. I mean, th your college nickname was Psycho E. Like you're already a psycho on the mound. You've calmed That's down. True. Calm. You are way calmer now. Oh my god, the best was in Double oh. A when he was just like he'd get it out of the pen. He would... is this an interview or a roast session? I'm not <laughs> sure. <It's> like... <laughs> you came in once in Triple A. You guys don't do this you... to, to Nick Miller or like whoever else comes on. Like just <laughs> Arietta. Zach, there was one game he came into the dugout and I was in the dugout. I think it was in uh, Toledo because we were in the dugout. Maybe not Toledo. I forget where we were, but we were in the dugout and he came in and he was like going up and down. 
like a fucking like <laughs> raging bull. Like it was a good inning. He was just fired up. He's like, like huffing and puffing. I'm like, whoa, man, breathe. Whoa. He's a psycho. I like ball. What can I say? I like ball. Yeah. Scotty is a big high five guy. Make sure he gets, everybody gets a high five after he pitches, which I really I'm appreciate. Down for that. Yeah, I want to get energy. my teammates. I want to get like, I always get like, whenever I, you know, come to the dugout, I get uh, all the infielders and everything. And then I get usually Ian and Jay and Saya. Cause they, you know, they played behind me. Like, thank you guys for being out there with me. I appreciate that. Like they have, like they have a choice. I think last year, did you come into a game, go upstairs, change your shoes, and then come back out into the dugout? Or maybe <laughs> not even change your shoes and still. That was you your still debut, right? No, uh, I think I did that. Yeah, I think I did that this year too. Like, I kind of walked up the stairs, and I'm like, "What am I doing?" I, I don't need. Yeah, I was like, Scott, you can. You know, you can hang out. In the I think I did do that. Time. I think that was, uh, I think that was my debut. You're like, you're good. You can, you can take, take to the. Ian literally told us about that. He's like, yeah, Scott, like went inside, put on turfs or something, like came back out, and I'm like, what are you doing? I just want to watch the ball game. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's hard to it's watch. It's like this is so cool. Like, like I want to go, yeah. go get a workout in. Just, Dude, it is cool. Just I think now I, I do workouts. So I'm. Good. I would do the same thing. Just to yeah. Stay. In your okay. debut? Well, oh yeah. I would do it now. I think yeah, I, I just want to soak I, it in, man. Yeah. I think I did it last year and I pitched early in the game and it's like, you can't be on your phone in there. So like, you know, you finish your shoulder work, everything, you get a snack, like maybe do like a quick workout, but it's like still a seventh day inning. Like, Oh, I want to want to go watch the game. Also, I think Dakota can kind of attest this, that when you're in the bullpen for so long, watching the game, like when you get to go to the dugout, it's such oh. a better view of the game. It's yeah. so much better. Like it's Especially so much at, better like, than ever. watching it. Huh? It goes at like Wrigley too. Like that'd be sick. As exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that, that goes both ways. Like hitters are always like, man, the bullpen's awesome. Like I want to go in the bullpen and the pitchers are like, man, the dugout, like I would when love I, the dugout the dugout on the rail. The dugout's so cool. So much when action. I, when I was hurt in 19, I would sit in the few innings in the, in the bullpen in Iowa. And I'm like, Oh, it started out like, man, this is cool. You know, like nobody can hear you. This is great. And then I was like, this is fucking brutal. Especially oh, yeah. in the Iowa bullpen. The Iowa bullpen yeah. is the, the worst angle because, like, unless you're you get the, one of the corner seats, unless you get one of the corner seats, but sometimes the umpires will tell you, like, hey, get off the line, so you can't do that. So it's like you're, like, looking like this, like you're craning your neck to watch the ball game. Best was, uh, uh, shout out Trace Thompson, uh, who would come down, like, every, when he would DH, come down every half inning, do a wall sit for 30 seconds in the bullpen in between innings and then run back down. So he would sit both in the dugout and the bullpen. He'd come down, talk shit to me, do a wall yep. sit, and then go back into the dugout. Yep. Funny, get, was, to see him, get to see him next week. Funny story Vegas. about the, the bullpen's kind of funny. It's like we were in Omaha last week, and I don't know if you guys know, like in center field is where the bullpen is, and you can see it, obviously. It's like you can see who's warming up or whatever. And one of our pitchers got in a jam, and all of a sudden you just see seven or eight coming <laughs> up, start doing a bunch of shit. And, like, somebody brought it up, and they were like, you guys ever notice the bullpen? Like, as soon as somebody gets in shit, it's just like a line. It's of a feeling. It's a feeling. It, Rucker, like- Rucker makes fun of me for that because as soon as, like, the starter's in, like, the fifth inning and he gets, like, two guys on, I literally, like, instantly, like, go like this, like, stretch out my forearm, and he laughs every time I do it. I'm like, dude, you never know, man. Like, the some guys, some guys can sit there, and that's just their routine. It's like some guys can sit and just, like, oh, call, like, go in, like, there's no chance I can – I can't sit, period. Like, I'm always bopping around the, the bullpen, like, doing whatever. I, I've got my routine down now where I'm like, okay, like, I can kind of, like – see where I could get into this get ball game a little bit, but like, yeah, your starter gets in trouble in the first inning. Like everybody's like, up to this, like, go in like fans. Yeah. That's well, like also, how it is. That's how it was as a position player in the national league. Like it's true. Yeah. Cause you, yeah. Cause you have to, I mean, yeah. Like that's the sixth inning rolls around. That's how, that's how it is as a position player when in the national league, when uh, somebody starts to argue with an umpire, you're like, like start, yeah. you're like, start, start stretching your hamstrings. Like, oh shit, don't get tossed. Don't get tossed. Scotty. Scotty. Go. No, I have a question. Yes. Scotty. Yes. I have. Another yes, one Ian. Tell me about opening. You opened. I did. Did you prepare the same for opening as you would for going in? When we were playing the Rays? this is just a quick, when we played the Rays, they opened against us and the opener came out of the bullpen to start the game yeah you did not come out of the bullpen you came back down God no. soaks, that's soaking it in uh, oh yeah yes uh, absolutely 100 percent. that was the only thing i changed that was different uh everything else i played catch so usually relievers play catch at 
four o'clock for a 6.30, 6.40 game. Played catch with them, played normal, did my sprints, everything, like eight normal time. I just came out and did 10 minutes of like throw my pitches before the game. And they're, they're like, you can walk down to the dugout, you can run into the bullpen, whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I'll go to the dugout. I'll, I'll brace it a little bit. That was, that was my only, that was the only thing I changed. But other than that, everything else was the you have a game started in the big league. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was, it felt like, and the game we played, it was like raining and cold and like, it was horrible, crazy crowd because the White Sox and Cubs, like just very loud from different directions. It felt like a football game. Like I felt like I was playing a football game out there. It was very intense. So um, that was a cool experience. Very cool experience for sure. Did you come in from the bullpen when you made spot starts in uh, triple or minors? No. That was that yeah, was better pure, not fucking change. No, I well, those were different because that was like, hey, just go get them for as long as you can. Yeah, like we're gonna let you go for like <laughs> those 60, 75. Those like, were, go get them. Those were starts, and that was fine. Like, I was I, like, we had the days built in. I was actually in the rotation for, for one start. Yeah, because uh, I was to start opening start, day. Last I was supposed to, supposed to start opening day in Tennessee, yeah, <laughs> but we got rained out. Um, that's crud, that's a bunch of crud, yeah. If you, but, if you yeah. opened again, would you do the same thing? Uh, I would do the same routine. I would, uh, I don't know. I might run in from the bullpen next time. Depends where we are. If we're on the road, then absolutely. Because that's just like, but like if you're at home, like, I don't know. I feel like it looks weird too. Like, like the, wait, like, yeah. like Definitely the crowd, weird. like, like, why is this guy running in from the bullpen? You know? Who the fuck is this guy? That makes sense. <laughs> it's a streaker on the field. <laughs> Um, back to, uh, like staying ready. What have you noticed a difference? Cause you know, like in AAA, like we literally knew the days pretty much when we were going to throw, it's like, Oh, this guy hasn't thrown in three days. He's going to throw like in the show. It's like, it could be, you don't throw for a week or you throw four straight days. Yep. So like, has your routine changed to stay ready? I think part of me learning how to be like more calm in the bullpen has definitely helped that because like, you can't like, I mean, you guys know me like, very intense the bullpen like okay it's my third day like i gotta get in this ball game like i'm like sweating down there like scotty would sit there and daisy thought it was him his knees shaking and he's staring at our dugout to see if rv would come out i'm like scott he's not going anywhere if he comes out he's coming out we'll let you know say what rv's scott signal was a little little frosty Hmm. it's getting frosty in here yeah a little here a little frosty and then and then just switched it to, to sidearm so yeah um no i think like you can't get like that now in the big leagues because like yeah exactly you said like you can throw three games in a row um so i think uh i think i kind of learned uh chris young our bullpen coach cy he's been amazing like as far as like this is like where we think like you could fit into this spot of like hitters or like so like kind of like you learn your spots of like where like oh there's like you know like a handful of guys we like your matchup against like um uh, like coming up and like oh you're looking at the game you're looking at his pitch count like who's whoever's pitching um uh, like oh this could be a spot for me and you kind of get used to like where you know you're gonna pitch a little bit um but i mean every day every day is a new game you have to be able to you have to be able to kind of flush the last one and 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 be ready to get some outs to the 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 game you're in because like you could throw you know one inning clean um the day before it's like hey can you get a couple outs you know in this game like yeah you have to be ready for that so uh just just being prepared the whole really the whole game um and never never think you're like me and dakota talk about all the time like you're if you're always prepared to go in the game like you never get like his term you never get caught with your pants down it's uh it keeps you it keeps you (laughs) that was i learned that the most last year i had met i've always like you and me have both always been pretty good i feel like about staying ready I feel like Adam Morgan was really good about like teaching that to guys. Like, like you get caught with your pants on, you go out there and shit the bed. Like that's on you. Like if you're not ready to throw and you go out there and give up two runs, like that's your fault. It's always those games. You let your guard down just a hair and it's Mm -hmm. just like, Oh, like I'm checked out of this game. It's a, it's a seven, one ball game in the, in the eighth. And I threw yesterday, like, you know, while I'm not pitching, like, like you're in like, those are the games you get like those are the games the baseball gods know like you were prepared to go to this baseball game. So I I always take pride in I always take pride in like not having that happen or having that, you know, like it's it's gonna happen at some point. It's a long season, but like the less times you have that happen, 
you know, if you can keep it a zero, that's like, you're always prepared to pitch. Like that's, you're in a good mental spot. Cause I'm, I feel like we're the same way. Like constantly throughout every game, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I mean, it could be me next. Or I'm like, yeah, no, no shot. Like this guy's definitely going, not me. You could always make an excuse for why you'd be in the ball game. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Same. I have a question, but my question is presented by athletic greens. Have you ever had athletic greens, Scott? I have, yeah, Zach. yes. Ooh, uh, wow. Zach, Zach has not, think, neither of I. Uh, Dakota and I's agency sent it to us uh, a couple years back. Did they? Oh, oh no. I got in the fall league. Do you know? Sorry about it. Do you know why Dakota started taking Athletic Greens? Why? He wants to get big and strong. Because he wanted more energy. He hated taking pills and vitamins, and he wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. It does taste delicious. Zach and Ian don't know yet, but they will soon enough. I, I had some today. I have some every day. It is it's good. Unbelievable. It's it lifestyle friendly and uh, uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. With Athletic Greens, you're investing in all-in-one nutritional insurance. Do you know that? And uh, they're going to give you one free year supply of immune immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Athleticgreens.com backslash compound. The best part that you two haven't got it yet is Tom sent me like a second care package. Like <laughs> I have like 30 travel packs and then I have like the tub still full. Hey, dude, Dakota, I'm happy for you, man. I really am. That's what I drink it every day. Can you please grab mine from the... If, I will go look in your locker tomorrow, although you're, yeah. Ian, can I interject very quickly and tell you guys about the newest addition to the John Boy Media Podcast Network? It's Inside Boxing Live. It's hosted by Dan Canobio. They've had guests like Mike Tyson, Dame Lillard, Ryan Garcia, and Canelo. Canelo, I think he's fighting tomorrow as we record this on a Friday night. So I'm sure on next week's episodes, which come out on Monday and Thursday, he'll have a recap of that one on Monday. So by the time you hear this, it's already out. You can go listen to it. Inside Boxing Live, new episodes Monday and Thursday. Dan Canobio is great. He's here in the office all the time. We love him. Head over to the John Boy Boxing YouTube channel or check out any of your favorite podcast apps to check it out. Inside Boxing Live. I actually have a question. I actually have a question. But it's presented by athleticgreen.com backslash compound. Uh, do you think this is a general thing? This isn't about the Cubs. This is about everybody. This is a general thing. Do you think that teams should make their minor league pitchers starting double A, starting triple A? Never. You tell me, throw back to back. Because for the listeners out there, a lot of organizations in minor leagues, they'll have their relief pitchers throw one day, rest one day or if they throw two in a row then they rest for two and then they they it's very rare in the minor leagues you see guys go back to back there's usually a schedule so do you think now that you've gotten to the big leagues you throw them back to back do you think that it's something that they should make guys do in the minor leagues that they should teach yeah i've had a lot of discussions about that me and Scott. yeah i think i think it's kind of like i kind of think back in it like like when did we start doing that um, I guess in AAA, you see it a little bit. I, I threw a couple of back-to-backs last year, kind of out of necessity because our pen was short, but like that's what happens in the lighters. I think, I think there's value to both sides of it, kind of a vanilla answer, I guess, because like you want to, you want to get like as many guys in there as possible, give guys chances. If they're on the roster, they need to throw. Um, then you get to AAA and like, you know, guys have priorities if they're on the roster, like we need to see him, like he needs to go back to back because the, you know, the team's dictating a little bit. So I, I don't know, I guess like maybe if, it's not bad. It's not a bad thing to prepare to prepare for. Uh, that's for sure. I mean, like we had a pretty veteran laden bullpen last year in AAA. Um, and I don't know, like all those guys said, like, you know, when we get out there, like be prepared to throw a little bit more unique stitch. I don't know. It's kind of hard because like, it, I don't know. It's hard. What do you think, Dakota? I think, I think a hundred percent, especially in AAA, you have to, because guys like, like Dylan Maples, for example, I remember in 2019, he'd throw once the same as everyone else, like once every third day, whatever it was. He'd go up to the big leagues, they'd throw him three straight games. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I don't, I don't know how he's supposed to succeed at that if he's never done it. I'm not a pitcher, but I think that it's, I think it's a skill. I think it's tough to do. I think it's some, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's something that can be expected that, especially as a young, 
reliever that when you get to the big leagues, you just know how to do it. If well, I definitely a- think, I definitely yeah. think uh, if you just looked at a, a guy who's in triple A or double A, and then a guy in the big leagues, say they throw the same amount of innings, but one guy's got 30 appearances and one guy's got 60 appearances. Like that's a completely different season as far as like just your workload, because like you have to get up, you have to warm up and like get in the games. And like in the big leagues, there's games you warm up that you don't even get into. So that's kind of like, you know, that's a little bit more of a tax. So yeah, I, I think there's, there's definitely spots where, where teams and there's, it's different across organizations. Like uh, I remember Omaha last year, they had a, a really good bullpen they would run their bullpen like a mate, like a major league bullpen. They had a closer. They would run out there like back to back, like three out of four. So it just, it just depends on like the team's needs. But yeah, I think it's definitely, like you said, you know, it's definitely a skill um, to be able to throwing like during, like during catch play, like if you're hot tonight, like, you know, take it easy and catch play. Like that's, that's something I've learned, I guess, along the way with, you asked me earlier with all the veteran guys in the bullpen, like just like, t- like taking care of yourself on a daily routine, getting your work in where you absolutely need it to be prepared to, to pitch that night. So I think that, yeah, I think there's an art to getting your body ready every day too. And like what that takes, like, if you don't know if you're going in there or you think, you know, that you're, Hey, I'm down because I threw two innings yesterday. It's like, there's, there's a real art to being ready every day to go in there and then what that the major league season takes. They're good about it in the minors. Like we've had guys that they like last year, we had guys that they wanted to get back to back for and like, our VR pitching coach would tell him beforehand, like, be ready to go today. Like, yeah, use you. I think in, tri- I think in AAA, like I, I, I think in the lower levels, like you definitely need to get guys innings. So like, you have to like run them out there a little bit more. I think it, I think in, in Iowa last year, we did a pretty good job of like, especially, I mean, early in the season, like you don't want to like abuse guys, I guess, but like later on the season, um, like I was going back to backs like a couple times, you know, every, every other day. So like you, you kind of get, you kind of get that feel a little bit, but yeah, it's a, it's a different animal when you get up to the big leagues and like, like, Hey, we need you for an out tonight. Hey, we need you for an inning plus and like come back tomorrow. So you definitely, have, definitely, like you said, it is a skill. Counterpoint. The caveat to that is if you have guys going back to back in triple a and one of your dudes goes back to back and then they Jed and calls down and he goes, Hey, uh, we need Scotty up here tomorrow. And they're like, I oh, just went back to back. Like, fuck. Yeah. Yep. That's also a very, very, so yeah, that's, you gotta you gotta reality. know the guys. You gotta know the guys you can do it for because if it's a guy that's like kind of riding the shuttle, like you need to know. Like if we call, we need him tonight. That, yes, that's kind of why I think that you should be doing it at the lower levels because you know that you're not going to be there. True. But also, like True. there's definitely been situations, and I don't know. Last year, probably, like there would be times when like they'd want a guy to be back up, and he would have thrown a back to back or something, or or not been ready, and like the big league staff would be like the fucking guys down there yeah we need them they just threw three days in a row but it's it is interesting i'm not saying 40 man guys should i'm saying like the young prospects you have coming up or like the young guys that aren't on the 40 man yet like get them accustomed to it because most time if you're on the 40 man like they've probably done it by now yes but like the young guys like leaper and eckert and triple a right now like i don't think they've leaper did back to back once last year yeah and it's yeah, like I, for them like it's not like oh we need them now so it's like you could do it early in the season just kind of see yeah. how it feels yeah sure. i feel i feel that way about young guys and and like once guys get the double a and they you start having a sense for like who's got a chance to make the big league roster someday like mm-hmm. those guys are in double a for the first half of the year like hey man you're gonna throw you know five back-to-backs before the end of the first half because we want you to work on it and get accustomed to it yeah, and it's a more controlled environment to be able to do it in. Have you guys texted your new coworkers yet? Like Dwayne Wade and Gabriel. No, I, sent, I sent a text about that. Neither, neither of them were very excited. Mm. Well, Billy I Crystal I had a job to do. I knew about it. Weird. Oh, thanks for telling us. Because I'm also. <laughs> you know, I I was like the last person in that video. There was a there was like we got to like four minutes, and I was like, I didn't make it in this fucking video. They also called you an investor, not an employee. He is an investor. I appreciate that. Yeah, I was I, I was I was an oh, yeah. investor before an employee. He's talent. You were an investor before an employee. On air talent. Hmm. Ian, I edited that video. You were you were going to be in the video. Hey, thanks. Well, oh, Tom, Tom, how come me and Zach weren't in it, huh? How about that? They were. You guys were you in guys it. Were. You, did you watch it? I can't lie to you. I didn't watch it. I so. watched it. It was great. Tom, it was great. It was very entertaining. Very, very John Boy-esque. Good. 
Very yeah. tough. Thank you for supporting John Boy Media, unlike Dakota and Zach, who actually work for the company. You're welcome. Support him. I watched a podcast. I saw it. You just said you weren't in it. You're in it. Where are my Where are my athletic greens, Tom? I was <laughs> I was I was pumped that you guys made it in. I was I, like the compound gets left out of a lot of stuff, and we were all in it. And as an investor, I need you to fix that. Well, that's you're the, why own, I, you're the owner of this company. Talk to Dwayne. That's why I'm. That's why I made sure that Tom edited the video. I want you to uh, speak to Mr. Wade for us. Wait, can we just talk about that real quick? It was really exciting. John Boy just closed uh, their latest round of funding. Some really cool investors: uh, Dwayne Wade, Gabriella Union, Billy Crystal. Say, say some other ones, Tom. This is going to sound really bad. Who's the guy married to Serena Williams? He invested. Uh, I was, uh, I believe his name is Alexis. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he's like also the founder of Reddit. Uh, he's an investor. Uh, Quinn Cook. Uh, I, by the way, Quinn oh. Cook is one of my favorite players at Duke. I need to meet him. Zach well, loves Quinn Cook. I love me some Quinn Cook. One of my what favorite the, parts of the LA. video is when uh, Jimmy and Jake throw to the man they call Carl. Uh, which is Carl Anthony Towns. I don't think anyone on planet Earth has ever called him Carl, but that was funny. They, yeah, they went with that. Uh, a lot of great investors. Um, I can keep going, but I think that gives you a good idea of, of who is investing. It's really cool, and it's uh, can open up a lot of opportunities for John Boy. And I'm coming to New York in about a month, and I can't wait to see the office. He's Scotty's just, come with me. Scotty, Scotty, you come with me? You come with me? Scotty? Yeah, Scotty, come to the Ian, office. Ian's going to New York for a couple of days. <laughs> uh, we should also mention a bunch of baseball guys. We didn't mention uh, Noah Syndergaard, Trey Turner, a lot of MLB guys also. Yelich. Those are competition. Yelich. Yeah, Zach, or Ian, you're letting Yelich get in on the company? I don't know about that. He was he was in early with me. He was uh, All right, we'll out. We'll out. Yeah. I won't. I won't. We, actually, we actually talked about it uh, on the field in like 2020. Let's get some tigers to invest, huh? What Torkelson, you got some money. Let's go. Fork it over. Get off your wallet, huh? That's a friend of the pod. He's rich. He hit his first big league homer, huh? He's got like was that, three, was he's that? Got three of them. That was like three or four. No, no, no. Bobby Witt his first big league homer. Bobby Witt his first big league homer. My he's bad. good. My bad. Very good player. Uh anything else, guys? I don't want to keep you guys too late. We have 18 innings tomorrow. Love you, Scotty. Go throw two shutout innings tomorrow with through two strikeouts, four ground balls. Hey, love you guys. Shout out uh, your original South Bend house with Duncan. I was going to bring that up in the beginning, how you were our, like, we have the crew. <laughs> Me, Zach, Duncan, and Mark Huberman, and then Scott really badly wants to be in it. And we, like, we always say, like, plus one, like, he's our plus one. I just snaked my way into that friend group. That's he okay. He did. He did. We have to do screen time, Scott, and we have to know your screen time. Oh, wait. Oh. I thought we were going to, I thought we were going to um, do a separate thing. I want to say, it's kind of just a different direction. Uh, my middle brother, Avery, might be playing in his last collegiate or baseball weekend this weekend. Uh, we're doing it as they're playing right now. Um, just want to give a little shout out for all the years and time that he has put in to this cruel game. About time but you shouted out Avery instead no, of Jay. No, no, no. About shout time. out Avery. No, you know, I, I don't know. It's just shout out know, Avery. It's really, brother. it's really tough when a game, you know, you've, you've played your whole life could come to an end. Um, and he's never complained or anything, kind of just was, you know, everywhere he went, he wanted the ball. And he's still, you know, an inspiration to me just with how competitive he is. And just want to shout him out, you know. Is, he, is Mr. Short going to tear up at this part? He's going to ball her eyes out. He's a grind, He's a grinder, too. A couple different colleges, like a couple, is, couple different is. injuries. He's, he's yeah, a grinder, so shout out Avery. Broken back, a bunch of armed issues, you know. Yeah. He never complained, just wanted to get back out there. So just wanted to shout out, shout him out. Sick. Screen done? Sloan screen time presented by Sloan presented by Sloan Flushers. Can we also say Zach's raking right now? Zach, another homer. Today. Zach is raking two RBIs. Did you listen to the pod, Tom? We said that earlier. <laughs> hey, I'm just want to say it again. Sorry. It's the bus league. He's trying to get on Zach's good side because he knows he hasn't gotten him his athletic greens yet. <laughs> we, we mailed Zach. You're, Zach, you're nasty. Uh, if you if you need uh, faucets. Because you just teared up when Zach was talking about his brother and you got a splash of water on your face. Sloan, automatic faucets. Touch, touch free too, so you're not touching poop. You know, uh, Scott, I don't know if I told you. So here in Toledo, we don't have Sloan um, utilities. So I have not used the bathroom in Toledo. I just go outside. 
<laughs> you should get one put have them send us send you a sloan toilet to your apartment and only you can use it could you imagine what you do what's if, your if, if a toilet what would you do if a toilet showed up at your house what's my uh, screen time three three fifty eight today bullshit Damn, that's good for it it's low i went to a, i did go to, went a, to a, a movie, movie. yeah how was it by the way it was good. It was good. Definitely worth go seeing. Doctor Strange yeah. in the Multiverse Madness. What with Michael Rucker, it was great. Scott, I would have gone with you because I'm a big Marvel guy, but you didn't invite me. See, you know, you Scott, see yeah. that I was just going to say, it's like, I don't know if Ian would have gone. I no, gone. He would have been like, no, I got plans. Yeah, like I would have gone. Hey, Ian, I'm sorry. It was kind of a last second thing. Room I just... apartment. You want to live? No, I don't. I want to live in the hotel. That never happened. You had another well, next time you get the invite. I did go to. A, I did. We we saw the Batman with uh, Nico in spring. Yeah, you didn't invite me to go see the Spider Man in spring either. Uh, I didn't see Spider Man in spring. I saw it a while ago. Nah, that's all right. Dakota, <laughs> what was your screen time? I I I text Scotty and we go on the road and ask him if he wants to be friends. And usually he's like, Nah, I'm good. He's like, I'm going to. He's like, I'm going to. He's like, I'm going to breakfast with Rivas. I'm good. That's I'm a like, lot. Yeah, it gets. <laughs> I'm kind of down for. Scott, I'm kind of down for that. We saw Ian get in his car with his then girlfriend, now fiance, and it's like, oh, Ian, can I jump in the back seat and go to breakfast with you guys? I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Are you running down the street, waving the taxi down, like, hey, wait? Yeah. And yeah. also, Scott didn't want to eat with you because he sent us a picture of you guys at breakfast, <laughs> and you guys were both on your phones. Hang up and hang out one time. Sad. Me it's and Julie. This world yeah. is- he literally sent a picture of you guys at your table. Both he, on didn't, your he didn't know that. I, th- didn't know I that. think it, I think it was because the menu was on our phones. That had to be it. It's can you? Yeah, let's can, get out. Uh, Dakota, what's your screen time? Five eighteen. Oh. <laughs> Five eighteen. Whoa! Wow. wow. That's good. That's special. I'm two hours behind you, but that's still that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, Zach. Six thirteen. Ew, you're gross. And we, I didn't have a nope. game today. <laughs> <laughs> Tom? Tom, five eighteen. No, we're all at five eighteen. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Tom, what was that screen time? Come on. Uh, it was eight fourteen. His, his defense, he had to see all the tweets that were that were being like. Yeah, from I'm the tweeting new about Zach. Boy. I had to spend a lot of time trying to do the math. It was a lot of math involved. I'm a Tom <laughs> defender. Yeah, Scott's my favorite person on this podcast. Oh yes. my god. <laughs> Why don't you go start a podcast with Scott, Tom? Scott and Tom. I, I would Scott, love it. Scott and, uh, and Tom. The Let's guys from it. the A's, your best friends from the A's. Oh, yeah. Not even anymore. <laughs> yeah, none of them are on the A's anymore. Yeah, well, funny how that works. They want to, whatever. Close it out, Ian. Get us out of here. Oh, he's muted. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, keep <laughs> that in. That's staying in. That was incredible. No, he's still you're muted. still muted. Oh. And that was episode 108 of the compound. 109, 109, 109, 109. Brought to you by Parse Rum. When I say Parse, you say Rum. Nice, nice. Thanks for coming on, Scotty. Ian, Ian is so it. replaceable in this podcast. It's insane. Wow. Love you guys. I'm a compound head. Hey, Ian, see you later, man. See you, man. See you guys later. From. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> At the mark.